1: We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis
0: and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc.
1: And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hi. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sarah. How How are are things?
0: (laughs) Jinx. I know. Things are good. Things are it was a little sad. I hurt my I didn't hurt my baby. My baby got hurt today. And it was so sad. There was blood and it was traumatic and I think I'm more traumatized. For him than, and you. Yes, probably <laughs> more so for me.
1: But all is well in the household. That's good. Yes. What about you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am in moving craziness, so there are just boxes yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and I haven't been able to read as much as I've wanted to because I am a plumber and an electrician <laughs> and a landscaper, and I do all the things now. A
0: woman of many talents. Exactly.
1: So I haven't been able to read as much as I'd hoped. I've just started reading an arc we got called Assistant to the Villain mm-hmm. um, by Hannah Nicole Mayer or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Um, she's big on book talk, um, and it is so fun. Yeah. The description is like the office meets once upon a time. I think you mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. And I am thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. So just started that. More to come. But I am a slow reader right now, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: there is no pressure.
1: I, I've put pressure on myself. I know. As I don't even th- want to know what my book count is
0: this year. going to say, as long as we meet our Goodreads goals, we're fine.
1: I don't know if I will. <laughs> it's tr- Like, I ah. assume
0: you had a goal of 50. That's kind of the general. I did. Yes. But
1: it's I'm, OK. I'm not confident this We've year. We've got plenty of
0: months left. In theory.
1: In theory. Um, what about you, Sarah? Are you reading anything good?
0: Yeah. Um, so I, what am I reading? I just finished, uh, The Long Game by Elena Armas. Ooh, how was that? It was good. She also did like the, the roommate. What was it? She wrote like some other book that was like super popular. Um, yeah, she wrote The American Roommate Experiment and The Spanish Love Deception. You probably saw the covers. They were, like, super cutesy. I think
1: I've heard the Spanish Love Deception.
0: Yeah. So I haven't read either of those, actually. But this one is, like, a standalone. And it's, like, a soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was super into, like, all the hockey books I was reading. So I was like, oh, this will be perfect. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because soccer is, like, not my sport. Oh,
1: you're such a hater. I know.
0: I did like the guy in the book. But... I enjoyed, I'm excited
1: to read it. I know.
0: I enjoyed the characters. It was a fun story. Love the, yeah. you know, the romance of it. So it was very enjoyable.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. So just finished that. Um, and I'm sure I've got another book on the horizon very soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's too funny. My, um, the book club that I have with some girlfriends from college after we talk about the book, we're, we just read together. Mm-hmm. We share like what book we're reading mm-hmm. with everybody else. And the other day, I had just finished. Oh my gosh, I can't even. I, I think I had just finished the book club book. And I was like, right. I don't even know <laughs> what I'm reading next, but I know there's a stack of like 20 books to read. Oh,
0: yeah. So the stack is never ending.
1: Nev- never. No. Never. But alas um okay announcement corner announcement corner so this week speaking of book club yeah this weekend's book club yes we're so excited Mm -hmm. um if you haven't heard we're talking fourth wing this weekend we're keeping the hype alive never ending um I'm super stoked about it. This is a book club that's exclusively for our fam Patreon members. So if you want to join book club this weekend, all you have to do is sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. For our fam members, we're so excited to see you this weekend. I know. I can't wait. I'm so pumped for this. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, and since I'm like the queen of transitions today, apparently, yes. <laughs> we also have some fam new fam members yeah. to shout out mm-hmm. um, from our Patreon. So this is one more perk to being a fam member. Um, so we have three new folks who have joined since we last recorded, Lisa M, Molly E, and Lily M. So ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Um, check we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll see you at book club. See so you guys at book club. <laughs> um, let's see, anything else this week? This week, uh,
0: I don't think anything. No, I guess just like a quick shout out. Thank you to everybody who supported us on like our Etsy store launch. Yeah. You guys are amazing, and we just love you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So this is our second to last episode. Yeah. The season is almost over. I know. I'm in my feels right now. Yeah. Hardcore. Um, this week, we're talking chapters 66 through 71. Yeah. And this episode is called Team Fuck You. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Um, SJM. I know. And the last hundred pages of a book. As always. As always. Mm-hmm. Um, should we dive in? Let's do it. Okay. Chapter 66. Mm -hmm. Bryce, Therian, and Ethan handle some unfinished business.
0: I said, What? Sabine is not the only Fender heir.
1: OMG.
0: Yeah. What? 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 Let's go. There's a lot of like, What? What? Yeah. A lot. You'll hear me say that a lot. (laughs) This episode and probably next week too. Should
1: that have been the name? No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um. Yeah, I am gonna be completely honest. I I think maybe I was just so hyped to get to the end of this book yeah. the first time I read it uh-huh. that I forgot all the details of the wolf stuff.
0: Yeah, I forgot a lot of what happened. Yeah, and like the like I think I knew overarchingly like, oh this happens to this person and like this yeah. kind of happens to this person, but I. Forgot why a lot of it happened. So it was like, like, oh, this is why all this went down. Like, this is why Therian's Mm -hmm. an idiot. This is why all the (laughs) things. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know why I thought all these things. It's
1: all coming back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Um, Speaking of idiots, Mm -hmm. uh, chapter 66 opens up with Fury telling Bryce that she has to be, quote, 10 kinds of stupid. Mm And I feel that right now. Yes. This just seems. Chaotic. I know. What do you th- what do you notice in this conversation? I
0: mean, I give Fury props for trying to stand her ground yeah. and be like, No, Bryce, like this is dumb, I'm not helping you. But I think when Fury realizes like that Bryce is doing this for truth and not like to be on Ophion's side yeah. or whatever, it's like she realizes that no, this is worth helping her for mm. even if it's putting her june literally everyone they know at risk yeah um so she's gonna help with whatever she can because she's i mean fury's like the only person they know that's been to like the Asterius castle yeah palace whatever you call it um so i don't know i'm just i'm like does she have enough detail that you would actually glean anything off of it is my question yeah i don't know so
1: I thought something Fury said was really interesting, too. She said, like, don't try to convert me to your bullshit cause. I've done work for both sides, and neither is worth the time of day. They're certainly not worth your life. And it's just, Fury's so fierce. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to think of her as someone who's also, n- like, not participating in it. Right. In a way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I-, I would imagine Fury who has such a fighting spirit mm-hmm. would have a side and be part of this war in a way and she's like no yeah it's all shit
0: I think she I, I almost think she's like worse in that she's doing things for both sides probably because you know she does whatever the Assyria order but she's mm-hmm. she's like a mercenary for hire almost so yeah. I'm sure she's done stuff for the Ophion side which I mean she clearly says she's done it for both sides yeah. but I was like it's almost like worse. You trying to be nonchalant and not pick a side, saying like they're both bad, but you yeah. know what they're standing for. Yeah, and like the cause is worth it almost. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's the one in you, right? I there. know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like it's the cause. But uh, I think I think once again, SJM pulls in such good parallels to uh-huh. the world that we live in because I feel like whenever you talk about war, even in mm-hmm. like our current world, it's always like, well, there's bad things on this side and bad things on this side mm-hmm. and like what do you do for the people who are on a side and what do you do with the people who aren't in right any one area and they're just trying to live their lives mm-hmm. you know um it's just another interesting parallel to the real world i feel like
0: it is um but i did like that bryce asked uh fury to take syrinx with her
1: i forgot about searings. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do
0: i was like what's he been doing this whole time like
1: You're chilling i
0: guess so but yeah so Fury's gonna take June and Syrinx and just get out of town, lay low.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we pivot to Tharian mm-hmm. and he's meeting up with the River Queen's daughter. Yeah. And I'm just nervous. Yeah. About all of this. Like, as he's approaching her, it's like it's a very public place, mm-hmm. and he has like the breakup voice, mm-hmm. and she's not a fool. Yeah. And they get into it.
0: Yeah. I was surprised that she wasn't as foolish as we thought she was. Yeah. And I think it's only because we've seen her through Therian's eyes Mm -hmm. up until this point. Like, she's never really had a voice. Yeah. So when she was like, you know, like, of course I've known for years. Like, obviously you would have come after me if you had wanted me. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's obvious. I should have realized that she realized that.
1: Right. right. In
0: my head, I was like, oh, she's probably so aloof and has no idea. But that's just how Therian portrays her. And I'm like, did you ever really try, you know?
1: Yeah, like, there's a part of me, like, I felt bad for the River Queen's daughter here. Yeah,
0: I did too. I was
1: like, he just strung her along. Yeah. Like, she seemed to be putting some effort in. Right. And he just blew her off. Yeah. And it feels like one of those, like, can't trust the narrator moments where yeah. it's like, mm, the way tharian has been experiencing this like right. were we really getting the full story
0: right like I know she was clingy and naive and semi-crazy whatever right. like we are all human we all have that in us yeah but maybe if you had just been honest with her or maybe mm-hmm. if you had just dumped her things would have been fine yeah like the fact that he strung her along for 10 years like yeah anybody's gonna be pissed at you yep Cause you didn't have the balls to stand up and be like, no, I don't want this. Like grow yeah. up. Like he's the one that's immature in all of this.
1: Honestly, it kind of feels that way.
0: Yeah. I don't know. So I was just, I was very impressed with her taking a stand and, you know, mm-hmm. being like, you know, my mother warned me about this, but I like wanted you to have a true heart. I wanted you to come back to me willingly. Um, and he just didn't. Yeah. Um, so, and he's telling her, you know, I, I have to leave the city for a while. Um, but he's like we can talk and clear the air afterwards she's like I don't I'm not I'm done like this is it yeah. so um
1: but then she pivots it in like into a like bratty princess kind of moment she does or she's like you're coming below with me now right and he's like no and she's mm-hmm. like we'll see what my mother has to say and like obviously she's hurt but it's also like mm, come on maybe there's a little bit of truth to what Therian was saying I know
0: I'm sure there was <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, so after she says that and goes below without him, he realizes he's got about 30 minutes before the River Queen knows what happens and sends guards to drag him back da- back down forever. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's the opposite of what he wants. Like, yeah. literally the exact opposite. He does not want to be trapped down there. So... What's she going to do Th- he's like i'm going to go somewhere that i can make it in 30 minutes where i could be you know valued as a good fighter and in my head i'm like the meat market I'm mm. like it's the only place that you could be a i was like yep. what about the cbd like i know we, we get to it and he goes to the meat market but i was like couldn't you like enlist in the cbd or i don't know other things I don't know in my head there was other options but not for him we'll get to that in the whole Tharian minisode
1: <sighs> lord <laughs> let
0: me just rant about that guy
1: <laughs> all right and then we switch to the third person mm-hmm. in this chapter Ethan yep um he is back at the dead waiting to chat with the prime mm-hmm. and he used hypaxia to get in which I think is sad
0: it's sad and it's interesting. <laughs> like I feel like they've quickly formed a really strong bond just yeah. because of, like what they went through, and I like that he's so willing to ask for her help, mm-hmm. um, and that she's so willing to give it, and like she seems like she genuinely wants what's best for him and wants to be friends with him, and like mm-hmm. just feels bad for him for yeah. like everything that's happening. So, um, but yeah, so they're there to see the prime, um, and you know he's there to tell him about like the mystic wolf that's been trapped at the astronomers and he wants them to do something about it yeah. basically
1: He's like she's an alpha right we have to help her mm-hmm. even if she has no pack yeah like she's a wolf right and sabine is really just like what business is it of ours and like totally blowing him off
0: yeah um and like the prime doesn't say anything and so which
1: annoys me it does
0: yeah I'm like just and ethan something. doesn't want to like lash out and respond in a poor way so Mm -hmm. he just kind of leaves because what else can he do like right so he has as Therian told him he's got you know the rest of the day to get his stuff in order and Mm -hmm. this is him doing what he can yeah um but you know Sabine leaves after that and the prime winds up stopping Ethan before he actually leaves Moonwood and he asks what the mystic wolf looked like And Ethan said, brown hair, medium brown, I think, pale skin. And then the prime asks, and her scent? Was it like snow and embers? And Ethan's like, how do you know that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he says, because Sabine is not the only Fender heir. What? What? How is that possible? That's
1: wild. And if
0: you knew that, why is she in there? Like, why has nothing been done? Yeah. I'm just mind blown at that.
1: Honestly. Yes what is going and like this
0: the prime has to know this person to know their scent
1: yeah so it's like what
0: i'm just yeah that was crazy that was not what i was expecting at all from that conversation
1: nope all right chapter 67 summary therian defects ethan finds purpose rune meets with day um and receives a warning
0: i said therian is an idiot yeah How do you sell yourself into slavery willingly? (laughs) Willingly. Like you are like when the Viper Queen is like, huh? (laughs) You know, you're an idiot. Like (laughs) I'm just I'm blown away.
1: It's it's nuts. Blown away. Yeah. I just I can't. So (sighs) Therian goes to the meat market. Mm -hmm. Goes straight to the Viper Queen. Yes. And he tells her that he wants to be one of the prize fighters. And she says, I don't take freelancers. And he says, then buy me. And she's like, you're not a slave. And he goes, I'll sell myself to you. And he says his alternative was another form of slavery. At least here, he'd be away from that stifling court. So it's like, is that? How
0: dumb are you to think that selling yourself into slavery equals freedom?
1: But he wouldn't be stuck beneath like, that apparently is the issue. Go
0: somewhere else. Like, hide out <laughs> until the, like, the below city can come get you. Because he's yeah. like, oh, I didn't have enough time to, you know, summon her to, like, come get me. So.
1: I don't know. I was Well,
0: I feel like there's a way he could hide. He could hide at the Viper Queens for three days if he needs to. You know what I mean? But
1: in this chapter, it sounds like she's about to, like, get him even though he's in the meat market. I
0: don't I feel like there's alternatives that are not yeah not being thought through yeah at least maybe he could be her slave for three days and then he could give her all <laughs> the money he has to be free like he made yeah. no terms and conditions with this it he, was just he like did not. i will be your slave buy me like <laughs> dumbest idea i've ever heard yeah so
1: it's a little much yeah mm-hmm. um so she, she i don't think she officially she doesn't make him a slave she mm-hmm. kind of provides like an alternative. Yeah. Which is still kind of a form of slavery. Yes. But so he chooses to defect instead. So right. he would no longer be a member of the blue court mm-hmm. and the viper queen would be like his leader, leader. Mm-hmm. and he would be connected to her in the way that those like Fae guards that she has that helped at the end of CC one
0: mm-hmm.
1: are. So we, it's know, like,
0: we know that they're all like. Addicted to her venom. Yeah, I was like, "You're gonna willingly do that? Is that better? That seems an addiction is just as bad as slavery." You know, I don't know.
1: So we'll see. So it's it's not pure slavery, but Mm. in a way. Well,
0: it's interesting because he like she like bites her wrist and he drinks the blood and. He winds up saying like her will was his. Her desire is his own. He'd crawl through coals to fulfill her orders. And she says, you return to me. And he responds, I return to you. He spoke in a voice that was and wasn't his own. Some part of him screamed. Yeah. Like you just made a massive life altering decision with zero thought behind it. No. Yeah. He
1: panicked.
0: He panicked and made the most rash decision. Yeah. So. Well.
1: Ariadne the dragon is there right and she's like are you mad yeah so I'm like even she thinks he's crazy and she's in it like she signed up for it too Mm -hmm. so no one is team Therian right now no (laughs)
0: Well, it's like he, it says as he's like stepping away, like towards his friends, he could have sworn a long invisible chain stretch, like an endless leash tethering him no matter where he went, no matter how far back to this place, never to return to the life he traded away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that is, I don't know. I feel like it's almost worse than slavery. Like I'd rather have just like, okay, buy me for this much money and be freed versus yeah. a leash, like an invisible leash that he can feel. That's terrible.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Okay, so then we're with Ethan. He's chatting with Hypaxia, and based off the information he just got about that Alpha Mystic, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of like, I need to protect her. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Sabine is gonna go after her. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to make sure she's okay. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not going to yeah. Eternal City. I'm gonna stay behind and do this to guard her and you're like oh there's he's he's not just like gonna help anymore like i'm kind of he's, surprised. On, he's on his own little mission
0: yeah i i don't know i was a little taken aback by that i was just like oh but i'm like she's kind of been there this whole time
1: Yeah, like why now do we think she's in danger is it because ethan found her and brought it Sabina to attention knows that she's in more immediate danger
0: I don't know. I just like this. Can't wait a day. Yeah. When she's been in this mystic tank for who knows how many years. Yeah. But he's,
1: he seems determined. Yeah. And I do like seeing this side of him. Mm -hmm. Like there's a part in this section where it says, you know, he, he shifts into being a wolf Mm -hmm. and he, it says for the first time in weeks he shifted and it didn't hurt one bit. Didn't leave him feeling the ache of exile of being packless. No, his wolf form, it had focus, a purpose. And I love that for him. Yeah, he needs that. He needed that. And despite, I think he even makes a reference that like these people have become his pack in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. He wasn't, he, he still wasn't purposeful. He was just kind of going along. Right and being a part of it and this gives him that purpose so I see why he's determined yeah I see why he's gonna stay behind mm-hmm. but it, it it does make me nervous for the mission ahead that they're already like one man down and hasn't even begun
0: I know like yeah. I
1: feel like we need all hands on deck
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and I get it it's like he's fighting for the future that Danica was fighting for Yeah. if there's another option besides Sabine like I get you want to protect it but yeah I, get, I don't know like him texting Bryce and being like, you know, I've got something important to do and she just like being cool with it obviously. I'm just like I don't know, this is Bryce. Like yeah. you were in love with her. Mm. You don't want to help her? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, It's fine. I He's get got it. He's gotta
1: strike out on his own.
0: I know. I'm glad he has purpose though. It it's definitely It's that alpha energy. It's a better it's a better Ethan. True story. Mhm.
1: Okay, so then we pivot And we are with Rune. Mm -hmm. And he is in this like mind world with Day. And he, (laughs) he like goes in and he's like, hey. And she immediately is like, I can't see you anymore. And so it's like, oh, this is, yeah, this is one of those conversations. Mm -hmm. But part of me is like, but you still need to be spies. So like, you have to see each other at some point. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But she is, you know, like so nervous about what happened on the equinox Mm -hmm. and she's like like we have to protect like each other right like we have to stay safe and us being together isn't safe
0: right because he distracts her and she's just so so worried about what that could jeopardize like literally everything that she's worked years to build yeah so
1: i get it and she says um like rune is being flirty Mm Mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't understand the threat. Surely a kiss that's good enough to distract you isn't a bad thing. And she says that the male who interrupts us, he will slaughter you if he finds out. He'll make me watch. And Rune says, you fear him. And she says, yes. His wrath is terrible. I've seen what he does to enemies. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. And then Rune says, can't you leave him? And she says, "No, my fate is bound to his." That's f- feels final. Yeah. So
0: it's not <sighs> like I choosing this or whatever. Like it, they're bound.
1: What does that mean?
0: I don't know. I don't know what that means, but it feels way more than like oh, we're together. Yeah. But even by twice, like it's yeah, it feels more so.
1: Yeah, it feels like like I think about like marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you married to somebody? Are yeah. you? Like, why would you be bound?
0: I don't know. But I loved Rune's response. He says, your fate is bound to mine. My mind found yours in the darkness across an ocean. No fancy crystal required. You think that's nothing? And she says, I can't. But she is, like, definitely, like, allowing him (laughs) to get closer and hold her. And he's, like, gotten rid of all of his, like, camouflage at this point. He is just Rune standing there.
1: (laughs) He's just Rune. Mm. Um, And... She tells him that she says, I never told you the ending of the story from the other night, mm-hmm. which is the one where, like, the witch turned into a monster. Mm-hmm. And the end of the story, just like. Whoa. I know. So she talks about, like, we, the witch fell to the earth. The prince's arrow was through her heart and the thorns transformed her into this monster. Right. She says she remained a monster for a hundred years, roaming the forest, killing all who drew near, a hundred years, so long that she forgot she had once been a witch, had once possessed a home and a forest that she loved. But one day, a warrior arrived in the forest. He'd heard of the monster so vicious that none could kill it and live. She set out to slaughter him, but when the warrior beheld her, he was not afraid. He stared at her and she at him, and he wept because he didn't see anything of nightmares but a creature of beauty. He saw her, and he was not afraid of her, and he loved her. His love transformed her back into a witch, melting away all that she'd become. And they dwelled in in peace in the forest for the rest of their immortal lives. And this just gave me all the feels, and I'm like... Is rune that warrior? Is She she's the witch. Is she the is she the witch monster thing? Are they are they gonna be okay? I hope so. That's the dream. I know, but like it it doesn't feel very hopeful. No, right now that feels very much like a fantasy, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Um, but we transition mm-hmm. from there mm-hmm. into sexy time. Yes. Reminds me of like Rune, or not Rune, sorry, Reese and Feyre with like mm. the mind, mind sexy time-ness, yeah. which I still don't entirely get, but like, it's fine. It's we'll fine. make it happen. Yes.
0: um. But I thought this like section was interesting. It says, he dipped his head, kissing her neck, breathing in the subtle scent of her. This scent, this female, a sense of rightness settled into his bones like a stone dropped in a pond. And then it later says, felt so good, so real as their souls twining here. He needed more and more and more of her. And I was like, do they just have a mate moment?
1: It like they, they, you hear that. And then you also hear like, this is like, it's never been like this. I'm like, "Mm."
0: I was like, do we have another set of mates? Do we have more
1: mates? More mates. But the first time I read this, I didn't
0: pick up that.
1: No, but this time I'm like, "Mm."
0: I know. It's what happens when you deep dive into a book. It
1: is. It is. I don't hate
0: it. I kind of like
1: them. I don't know why I don't hate it. I I usually am such a hater with the mates thing, but I like this. I like
0: it's because it's like star-crossed lovers kind of vibe. Yeah, I love that.
1: It does have that vibe.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh. Anywho, um, they both have the best sex of their lives, but then they start talking business.
1: Well, okay, wait. First, I I have to call this out because it made me like go. Like just killed me because Ruth's trying to be sexy. Uh-huh. He's like, tell me what you like. Tell me how you want it, which we love. Mm-hmm. And she says, I like it true. I want it real. And that it just gets me every time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so fussy with that one. I just... She like cannot be herself. And I know she's like essentially being like assaulted by this male whom she hates. Yeah, and is evil constantly, and she can't be her true self with him. She has to put on such a facade that it's like this moment with Rune is
0: all she has.
1: It's all she has. And she just wants it to be true and real. And I just can't. <laughs> I just can't.
0: I feel like you talking about it makes me emotional. Like, I don't think I read
1: that much into it, but then <laughs> now I'm like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> I know. Like, it literally, I was like, I'm sobbing <laughs> during a sexy scene. And that is not the point of what I'm reading. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho, okay best sex of their life oh one other thing i want to call out Mm -hmm. in it is so after they have that before they get down to business Mm -hmm. um it says that rune lowered himself so his head rested upon her chest her heartbeat thundered into his ear and even the melody of that was beautiful Mm -hmm. and it reminded me Mm -hmm. at like the beginning of this book yeah or maybe it was last book when rune was talking about like the way like a female like sounded could like completely turn him off yes so i was like oh this is like a
0: reference maybe to that maybe a
1: reference back to that Mm -hmm. i don't know but the melody of her heart is even beautiful so his fey hearing is quite content Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear it we do okay and then they get down to business
0: yeah so he tells her they're going to the Asteri archives yeah like yeah Um, And he says, you know, any info she could provide would be great. But she obviously tells him not to go. She's like, they're going to kill all of you for it. Um, And she can't help if they're caught. Yeah. Which I can't imagine being put in that situation where it's like, you can't help the people that you're like so into and like trust and you're on their side. Because if you do, you're giving yourself away.
1: And it's also like we have no idea like. Who she is, right? And what role she plays, right? And how that could impact that, correct? So it's a lot of like ah, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden she said start, she starts saying like it's got to be a trap. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how could it be a trap?
0: I don't know. No
1: one knows they're going. No. And and that's what Rune says. And she goes, if you're caught, I can't help you. I won't be able to risk saving you or your sister. You're on your own. And. He goes. So you won't tell me anything useful about the layout, and he's starting to get angry. Mm -hmm. But then it's almost like she's being torn away. She's saying like "Rune, I," and then she says "Rune, they know I the dungeons," and then she vanishes. Yeah, and you're like, "What just happened?"
0: I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, "They know," as in like, "They know your mind speaking with Rune." They know, as in you're coming to the archives, like.
1: She's been like out, Like ousted Like is she compromised Is she in the dungeons What's in the dungeons I don't
0: know What is happening I don't know But I don't like it
1: No Now I'm like Is there a trap happening
0: Totally possible what- <laughs> What's going on That is totally okay. possible
1: Chapter 68 mm-hmm. Uh i just put the plan starts coming together what'd you notice said well it looks like
0: we now have a plan blow up the lab while bryce and rune and hunt sneak into the crystal palace okay yeah i was like what a simple plan that i know will not go right no because it never does
1: (laughs) never (laughs) Um, well, so the chapter opens up, and Rune apparently went to Bryce's at like four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and was just like, "Okay, we've got to go." Agent Day is stuck there, and he kind of lets you know, brings her up to speed on everything that's been happening with her. Mm-hmm. How he's basically in love with her, yeah, and how he has to save her, yeah, and so he's going with them, yeah, and they're like, "No, you're not." And he's like, "No, I am," mm-hmm. and they kind of end up agreeing that I guess all three of them well I liked
0: I liked that they were pushing back and they're like you don't really know her it's only been a month and he's like you literally were trying to sell yourself (laughs) for Athelar after a month I was like thank you Rune thank you for correcting the (laughs) timeline here (laughs) it's always the timeline I know um but yeah I love that he's just like I'm going like I don't care what you say like this is my life my choice kind of a thing um so, and Bryce agrees. She's like, we're done playing by Ophion's rules or the Asteria's rules or anyone else's rules. We'll we'll fight our own way. And Rune says, team fuck you. And Hunt agrees. He's like, all right, team fuck you.
1: I love this team.
0: I know. It's a great team.
1: It is. I'm very nervous. But, mm-hmm. um, so they start trying to talk business, saying like, OK, well, we got to like distract them somehow. And the best way to do that is using Pippa and Ophion. Mm-hmm. And so Bryce is like, all right, we're calling Cormac. So yep. Cormac comes in. And they start coming up with a plan. They start talking about the new mech suits that are at this like lab, mm-hmm. and hopefully they can, you know, um, draw out Ophion mm-hmm. with a distraction there,
0: right? Um, and Therian came with Cormac, and yes. Bryce like instantly notices that something's just off with him, and she tries to ask him about it, and he just like doesn't say a word. Yeah, so I am like clearly like she mentions like his scent was off, his look was off, and I am like mm-hmm. his scent like his scent changed apparently so interesting yeah um yeah but then therian recommends that he and cormac do the rating um which i don't know if i I feel like when he signed up with the viper queen i was kind of expecting him to not partake in the plan anymore i don't know why that was just in my head that Mm -hmm. he wasn't going to help out but i mean he is he wants to he
1: managed to bargain that after the fact at least
0: yeah but be curious how he and Cormac do together
1: yep they're gonna go they're gonna blow up this lab and mm-hmm. hope for the best yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so Bryce kind of like takes a minute because obviously all of this is coming very quickly and so right. she she heads into a room to get a moment and Hunt follows her and she's staring at this photo of like her and Danica and Juniper and Fury and she's starting to like feel a lot of things mm-hmm. because it's like this photo like she used to look at this photo and just think that they all just look so happy yeah but now she knows she's like you know fury was doing what she did which i knew but like juniper was secretly in love with her danica had a secret mate and Mm -hmm. was doing all this crazy stuff and i was there looking like an idiot
0: yeah just partying it up thinking we were like All having the best time of our lives
1: Right and she says I feel like I have no idea who I am I know that's so fucking cliche But I thought I knew who I was then And now what's the end goal In this somehow some way overthrowing The Asteri what then Rebuilding a government an entire world What if it triggers another war And I'm like I Understand this line of questioning I feel like I've been mentally asking it this whole time Yeah, Like what's like I understand these are like Good things to do but like what's the end game
0: right like almost like what's the point I hate to say that like I know I know that humans are suffering and I know that the hysteria are ruling all and I know that they're second light now but everybody dies like you know like you're all gonna die at some point so I mean might as well utilize somebody's death is my thought (laughs) I don't know but I just feel like like yes all these things are happening but like does it matter in the grand scheme of things like to me it almost doesn't but
1: i don't know
0: i don't know but yeah so i
1: don't know it feels like what she's she's doing the right thing but at the same time yeah i mean i i think she has a good point in being like wait what even is my end goal here right because that's you know it's a good point of focus Mm -hmm. because if they don't have that clear yeah then
0: You're just lost, I yeah. feel like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. like Ethan. Once he had his purpose and understood what the, the goal was, yes. now he knows what to do. And I feel like Bryce needs that end goal in mind.
1: Yes. And Hunt is so great. He's just kind of like, you know, don't worry about it. Like, focus on the now. We'll deal with everything else afterwards. Mm-hmm. And he talks a little bit about, um, like, his mom and, like, how you can like get so far from that carefree person and, and he's still sorting it out too but like they'll get it figured out together mm-hmm. and they admit they're both absolutely terrified but like they'll stick together yeah and it'll be okay mm-hmm. and it's sweet
0: yeah um, and then she winds up calling Juniper and leaves her basically like an I love you voicemail mm, um, yeah. just like thanking her for everything apologizing for what she did and just letting her know that she loves her
1: <laughs> oh, oh. sad I know Okay, chapter 69. Yep. Rune and Cormac share a drink, and Hunt visits the Comedium. Yeah. I just oh, Cormac
0: and Rune, like, starting over was literally the sweetest thing it ever. Was precious. I loved it.
1: I loved it so much. Um, so but, Cormac's drinking at a bar. Mm-hmm. Rune finds him and is like, hey. Yeah. You good? Because <laughs> they got a big day tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what did you notice?
0: The whole conversation was just... It was really interesting getting to hear Cormac's, Cormac's perspective of
1: everything. Yeah. Like
0: their past and how he just admires Rune.
1: Yeah. And I thought it
0: was so sweet. Yeah. Because he says, like, I don't know how you, how your father never managed to do it. And he says, do what? Cormac says, break you, the kindness in you. And Rune says, he tried. Um, and he says, my father did too. And one, I wouldn't have bothered to check on you. And Rune says, yet you expended a lot of time and risk on finding her. Talking about, obviously, the love of his life, Sophie. Mm -hmm. She's gone. Um, And he says, perhaps, but deep down, I am what I've always been, the male who would have gladly killed you and your friends. And he says, you're telling me this right before we head off. (laughs) Um, And he says, I suppose I'm telling you this to apologize. I was jealous of you then and now for your friends, for the fact that you have them, that you don't let your father corrupt what is best in you. But I... But had I been forced to marry your sister, I think with time she might have undone the damage my father did to my soul. I was just like, like, he clearly loves Bryce in, like, some kind of way. Yeah. And I was just almost surprised by it. Like, the little time they spent together and how she, like, annoyed him and, you know, threw him under the bus with the whole, like, oh, Hunt's my yeah partner or whatever. I'm just... The fact that he still has this kind of, like, love and respect and, like, Yeah, know- there's an
1: appreciation there.
0: Yeah, and, like, knowing how good of a person she is and what she would have done for him mm-hmm. and how it would have, like, changed him, like, makes me love Cormac even more. That yeah. he, like, realizes his faults and, like, what other people can do to, like, help him. Right. So, um, yeah, I just really liked it.
1: Yeah. Well, and then Rune goes on to say, I'm starting to get disturbed by all this niceness. It just <laughs> made me laugh um but he goes on to say when all this shit is done I want us to start over you and me prince to prince future king to future king screw the past and screw that shit with the star sword screw our fathers we don't let them decide who we get to be we'll carve our own past and then they clasp hands and poor Mike goes it'd be an honor and it just ah! I
0: know that made me so happy
1: it's just so sweet yeah um so tender moments all around mm-hmm. now we're at the comedium.
0: yes with hunt <laughs> Hunt,
1: he snuck out um and he's like gathering the last of his things mm-hmm. um, all weapons basically exactly and it's the middle of the night so he doesn't think he's gonna run into anybody mm-hmm. but he runs into celestina just yeah. like casually in the hall by the elevator yeah would you notice
0: i was surprised to see her first off
1: <laughs> yeah i'm like oh hello are you up
0: yeah and it was just like a weird conversation because it's like you got suspicious vibes you got like encouraging vibes right it was just like I I couldn't tell if she was like I'm on your side like what can I do or like what are you doing you should be worry like
1: yeah um,
0: I don't know I was very back and forth I was like I don't know how I feel about this Celestina. yeah um
1: Um, so Hunt I think plays off his like nervous energy really well Mm -hmm. bringing up the whole like prince thing right and I mean I thought she was like really nice about it like really encouraging when he brought that up she said at one point like she says the umber mortis and the starborn princess don't seem the type to accept things as they are you proved that with your surprise at the party so like in a way, it almost seems like she believes in him. Right. And Bryce's, like, ability to get through this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he mentions, I think just a smidge earlier, like, asking, like, you know, how are things with Ephraim? Like, she becomes really, like.
0: Clams up and everything.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it feels a little rocky still. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if they fully understand where they stand with each other.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, but then he, you know, flies off into the night back home.
1: Yep. Chapter 70. Team Fuck You travels to the Eternal City. Bum, bum, bum. What would you notice? Oh,
0: Rune and Cormac want Bryce to become the Autumn Queen, and I kind of love it.
1: <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That's so good.
0: We need a queen in every book.
1: Ah, <sighs> we do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So um, we have this chapter opening up with Therrin and Cormac. Mm-hmm. Um, they took a boat leveraging like, um, the like ocean Queens, like
0: Sendas, yeah, or sendies, however you say her name,
1: that fleet. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they go and they, they're at the lab. Like that's where this chapter opens up is they're trying to sneak into the lab and they have like fake papers and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And, And they managed to get in, Yep. um, which I'm like, y'all are so clever, but it was,
0: they- I thought it was like the dumbest thing. I was like, "Is it, is this really, do people believe this? It felt so movie like where they
1: did, they, they managed to do it. I so know.
0: yeah, they're like, oh, I have his number. Do I need to call Regulus? And I was like,
1: really? It worked.
0: I know. But I was like, it's so cheesy,
1: <laughs> So, <laughs> but cheesy. he's like, he's a prince. I know.
0: Like he is high up. So it's like, so he, he has could that have. like
1: energy that I, I think it would be really,
0: it's true. But
1: <laughs> probably like, really come on, yeah. But we get a little bit of Tharian's like head speak, mm-hmm. and he brings up the fact that he's on the clock today, yeah, because he needs to be in the water within five hours mm-hmm. in order to not like
0: lose his fins,
1: lose his fins, and, and they're like, two
0: hours away from the water.
1: Why are they cutting this so close? I don't
0: know. I was like, you didn't want to just jump in this morning,
1: yeah, like I. I don't get it. It I don't feels get- like he's like setting himself up to fail.
0: Yeah, I was like, you literally had while well, everybody was sleeping, you could have just gotten up, go dipped in the water, and you'd be fine for twenty four hours or right. however long it takes. You
1: took a boat here. Wait,
0: jump in the freaking water! <laughs> like, I don't get <sighs> it. Yeah, I was of the same mindset. I was like, this seems a little ridiculous yeah. that I'm worrying about this right now. Yeah, but I was like, if he's counting down, obviously I need to be paying attention as well. True. Yes.
1: Um, and Cormac lets him know that Pippa and Ophion are already here. Mm-hmm. Like they're in the trees and they are waiting.
0: Yeah. Cause Declan apparently put out all these like messages that like the raid was going down today. Yep. So they're all there. Um, yeah, but so they get in and while that's happening, Rune Hunt and Bryce are waiting on Cormac in like this grove outside mm-hmm. the, the palace. And, Cormac's amazing. He literally teleports from the lab bathroom to this grove. Yep. And then he teleports Hunt first. And then while Hunt is gone, or yeah, while Hunt is gone, Bryce and Rune have a little conversation.
1: Yes. So I just, I thought it was so interesting. He, he's like, he goes real sweet and Mm -hmm. he tells her, thank you for helping me, Bryce. And she says, we Starborn have each other's backs, you know. And then he tries to get ominous. He says, like, when we get home, I think we need to talk. And she's like, oh, gosh, like, about what? <laughs> like, yeah. v- we'll, let's just talk about it now. And um, he says that, like, she outranks the Autumn King in power. And he thinks it's time that the Autumn King's reign came to an end. Yeah. And he, like, wants her to run, like, a Fey coup when they get back home and become queen. And it's yeah. like, whoa. Um, And she's like, I don't want to be queen. I just, I thought this was so um, interesting. Mm -hmm. Rune says, let's ditch the whole reluctant and royal thing, okay? You saw what the Fae did during the attack this spring, how they shut out innocents and left them to die with our father's blessing. You mean to tell me that's the best bet our people can do? You mean to tell me that that's what we're supposed to accept as normal Fae behavior? I don't buy it for a second. And I'm like, he's got a point.
0: He's totally calling her out. Like, yep. she's already a princess. Like, get Just over do yourself, it. Bryce. Just do it. Yeah.
1: But she says, like, you should be king. And he's like, no, like, you have more power. Mm-hmm. That's what the fae will respect. Like, yeah. you should do it. Um. So then Cormac comes mm-hmm. and starts whisking her away. And as, you know, they're in the, like, teleporting thing, mm-hmm. he <laughs> kind of brings it up. Um, saying that, like, he asked you to be queen, didn't he? And she's like, mm-hmm. well, how'd you know? And he says, well, I might have, like, caught the end of your conversation. But he's right. And she says, spare me. And he goes, you were too when we first met. And you said that the Oracle's prophecy was vague. I understand that now. She didn't mean our union and marriage would bring prosperity to our people. She meant our union as allies, allies in this rebellion.
0: I like that he's seeing the full picture now. Yeah. And he's team Bryce. Like, I love it. Yes. So she's got like two princes supporting her basically. Done so and done. Queen Bryce.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we pivot to Hunt. Yes. Who is fighting panic, which I do not blame him.
0: I feel so bad for him, especially the time that he is there alone.
1: PTSD. PTSD
0: to the max. Like he yeah. literally was tortured and suffered here for years. Yeah. I just, I can't even imagine.
1: I'm surprised he's still standing. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest. Honestly, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, but thankfully, Rune and Bryce get there. Um, yep. And then once the three of them are there, they wait, like, the five minutes that they're supposed to, and they get a message from Therian saying, Cormac blew up the Jeep, and now it's Bryce's turn. Let's go. Yeah. So we get a hit of Hunt's lightning power, and then she teleports into the archives.
1: Okay, last chapter. Chapter oh, 71. Oh, my gosh. Bryce enters the archives. What <laughs> you Holy <notice>? freaking shit.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. The Assyria are literally feeding off the first and second light. And that's how
1: they maintain and keep power. Like, what?
0: Ah. Like, I knew the second light was bad.
1: Well, not that it was bad, but it was, like, being leveraged. Right. Because I think inherently it's not bad.
0: Right. Well, I mean, all these souls are, like, not getting to rest. So, like, right. that part is bad. Yes. And then, the sh- like, the Underking was, like, eating them. Yeah, yeah So, like, yeah. that... Those, were, those things were bad. Those are bad. But, like, this... Like, they're fighting to get rid of the Asteri. And yep. yet, they are supporting the Asteri. Yep. In With everything the they do. Just, yeah, existing. hmm It's crazy.
1: It's wild. Crazy. So, she's sneaking through the archives. Mm-hmm. She goes through the door mm-hmm. that Sophie went through. Right. And there are pipes. Seven of them. Seven pipes. Mm-hmm. And each of them go up to a plaque, mm-hmm. which has the different esteris, like, names on yeah. them.
0: Which we finally, I think we learned now all of their names.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? We should probably, like, look them up. Probably. See what kind of meaning there is there. That's um, for another day. But... What didn't happen today No (laughs) Um, But
0: we've got Hesperus Who's the evening star Polaris Who's the north star Eosporus Eosphorus. Eosphorus, Sure Then we've got Octardus Ostrus Sirius And Rigolus The bright hand I was like Why don't we all Why don't we get Each of their actual Like what the name means Or whatever they want to call it Like we've got the evening star The bright hand The north star I was like What about everybody else
1: These are the questions
0: It's fine It's fine um, and then there's like this crystal at her feet that flares as she like steps on it and it's like first light just ruptures and goes up these six pipes mm-hmm. um and like the little screens pop up and it says it reads Rigulus power level 65 percent austerus power level 76 percent, and bryce just like the mm-hmm. like what is it the cogs are just turning in her brain Yep, she is piecing everything together
1: yeah she's like oh we're just food for the assyri this is we are how they get their power yeah we are their fuel they harnessed us
0: yeah and like their whole freaking palace is this white quartz which is what the gates are made of which is the conduit for this power yep like literally everything was set up
1: yep the the mandate of giving up your first light to the to the city so that the city can run it's like no 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 no. it's not about the city running it's the asteri yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy but
1: if you mess with the first light mm -hmm. in theory in theory you could destroy the asteri yeah (laughs) i know what a way to end it
0: oh my gosh like that was like we picked unintentionally like the perfect Chapter to end on before the finale.
1: The, yeah, the next week, y'all, mm.
0: mind blown.
1: I can't. I cannot.
0: Yes, and I know, like everybody's obviously been asking, logistically speaking, what we're gonna do. We're gonna announce next week, like yes, how everything will play out after. But yes, next week, next week, finale week. Don't miss it. It is literally like I know we say every finale, it's epic. It's the best. No, no, <laughs> CC two finale week. Yeah, is. Like mic drop, dead, yep. all the all the fields. It's insane. <laughs> insane. SJM is trying to kill us. She
1: really is. I'm yes. so surprised there was okay, wait. So when one of the Twilight movies came out, uh, uh-huh. I remember there was this huge thing. I think it was I think it was breaking dawn, where they were like epilepsy warning because yeah they, they hadn't thought about it ahead of time but right like people were having seizures in the middle of yes breaking dawn like i'm cu- and they had like some stat around it i'm curious how many people had like heart attacks <laughs> after reading, <laughs> at least heart palpitations or like heart palpitation, like some kind of thing something. like that yes. after reading this the rest of this book just throwing it out there that's yeah. how epic it is yes so we're going to the end next week 72 all the way through the epilogue yeah We'll see you guys then.
0: Yeah. Don't miss it.
1: Do not miss it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for
0: more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at Fairies and Fangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week.
1: Bye. Bye.